0: ''Who is it?'' Henry had just woken to thin sunlight and the sound of someone knocking on her surgery door. The knocking continued, almost out of control. ''Yes!'' shouted Henry. The knocking stopped. A woman's voice answered. ''Room service?'' The voice had a Canadian twang which Henry thought she recognised. ''I have your breakfast here.'' ''What?'' Henry clutched a sheet to her chin and sat up incredulous... As the door opened and a young woman in pyjamas, dressing gown and slippers tripped in, a perky smile was on her face and a tray, empty save for a urine sample, was borne carefully in her hands. Miss McGillis, you're not allowed up here without an appointment. There we are, said Miss McGillis, impervious. We thought you might not want to get up straight after all you've been through, so I fixed you up coffee, orange juice, waffles and a piece or two of French toast. How's that grab you? ''Oh, that's just perfect,'' said Henry, retching from the ammoniac smell. ''You can go now. Be sure to have a nice day. I'll try.'' She waited until the door was closed, then lifted the tray and breakfast onto the floor before reaching for the telephone. ''Dr Metcalf here. Who's that?'' ''Yes, isn't it, Early? Has your Miss McGillis gone missing? The Canadian?'' Mm, ''Well, she should be nearing the bottom of my staircase now, if you want to fetch her back where she belongs. Do try not to be so careless.'' She's been to the kitchen and might have done herself an injury. Not at all. Good morning. She replaced the receiver, then sank back on her pillow with a sigh. A gust of wind shook the open window on its sash cord and rattled the blinds by her desk. Pulling a hand from under the bedding, she picked the yellow bits from the corners of each eye and flicked them onto the lino. She focused on the alarm clock and swore bloody McGillis had woken her far too early. She rolled onto her side with an effort to fall asleep once more and came face to face with a pair of navy blue Y-fronts. somewhere in the building there stalked an underwearless doctor or was he a porter that's right a first year zoology student moonlighting as a hospital porter to pay off his overdraft and he was called Rodney no david Jeff, possibly? Anyway, he'd been terribly sweet. Henry had worked late on a report, still untyped, and had seen him over her eggs and chips in the canteen. His had been an unfamiliar face among the late-night desperados, so she had smiled in welcome, and thereby drawn him to her table and her peculiarly seductive brand of conversation. He had told her of his girlfriend, Trish... Tina, who was on a kibbutz being shot at by Arabs, and Henry had asked him back to a tot of whiskey from her filing cabinet. Terribly sweet. And now Sand's wife runs. It seemed she had barely drifted off to sleep again when the telephone rang. Henrietta? Yes. It's candy. Oh, Candy, remember? Hello, Candy. How are you? Fine. Are you awake? Yes. Good. You weren't at home last night, so I assumed you were working late on something. I've just got in. Do you want to meet me for breakfast? I'm not on till nine. OK, just let me have a bath. Half an hour? Lovely. See you there. Candy was an acquaintance from school who had resurfaced, without fair warning, as a psychiatric nurse with a husband and two children. Gently growling, Henry got up, wrapped her white coat about her and tottered along the chill, tiled corridor to the nearest bathroom. The only good, well, one of the good things about spending the night at work was the unlimited supply of extremely hot water that awaited one on waking. She dressed in yesterday's slacks and one of the clean shirts she kept in the bottom drawer of her desk, gave her short hair a fierce brushing, made her bed and then sat at her desk with the navy blue wyfrance on the blotter before her. Whistling through her teeth, she thumbed through the books on the shelf beside her and found the Directory of Old Girls from St Catherine's Selmbury. This was dusky pink, with Henrietta Metcalfe inscribed in a schoolmarmish hand on one corner of the cover. Under a bogus crest it read, Lest We Forget in Gothic Print. Henry flicked through it in search of a suitably hated name, then addressed a large brown envelope to one unity pope in a house called Little Spark in a suburb of Newbury. She slid the Y-fronts, lovingly folded, inside and left the sealed package in her post-tray.